Hello everyone, and welcome to The Village, Raising Parents. My name is Jackie Ganton and I am your host, Village member numero uno, although truth be told there are so many that have gone before me. As both a teacher and a parent, I don't feel that I was fully prepared for how hard this would be, raising babies and sending them through their education. Navigating those special years while our kids grow and go through school can become a special kind of nightmare for many of us. But we're not alone. And it's not just the kids who will grow and learn and become better versions of themselves through this process. It takes a village though, my friends. Raising kids takes a village, but it also means raising parents, since most of us only became parents once we had our kids. Go figure. But together, we can navigate through this world of parenting and help our kids navigate the school years, which for many of us is the better part of the time we have them so close to us. Together, we can raise up successful students. Successful humans, really. It starts with us though, my fellow parents, caregivers, grandparents, educators, mentors, coaches. We are the village, and I'm so humbled and grateful to be journeying with all of you. Welcome to episode one on our new Village podcast. How exciting is this? I have been a podcast fan for so many years, and I always kind of figured I would get around to doing one of these, but this is just so neat that we're actually here. And hopefully if you're joining us today, you are finding yourself in kind of the same position that I have found myself in the past. Um, As I said, my name is Jackie Ganton. I've been an educator for, oh, long over a decade now and worked in kind of an eclectic variety of different settings from the traditional classroom to distance education to outreach education. And about 11 years ago, my husband and I became parents to our first baby, a boy. And over the next five years, he was followed by three sisters. And of course, this was amazing and unbelievable and nothing like we thought it would be. (laughs) Nobody, it appears, had told us how hard this would be. And I was a teacher, so I kind of had this preconceived notion that I would just be innately very good at this. I was a good child and I was a great teacher and I thought that parenting kids, especially kids who would become students, would kind of be a no-brainer. But we were extremely unprepared, as I think so many parents are, for just how hard this would be. And I think right from the get-go, I didn't realize that parenting was actually going to be a lot more about me than it was going to be about the kids. So I had this idea that because I thought I knew what a good parent looked like so I I thought I would just go ahead and do parenting to my children and they would therefore become great children and eventually one day great adults but that is not exactly how it went looking back now it was probably nobody's fault really it was just a huge misunderstanding But unfortunately, it was a huge and complicated misunderstanding that went back a lot farther than just the five or ten years that I had been a parent. I had some digging to do, and looking back now, I think I had a lot of shame and regret that I waded through in those first couple of years. A lot of if I only knew then what I know now, and I think I really was misguided. Our beautiful son, who was so sweet and so loving and happy, was also was also a very active child. And all of you who have an active child, I'm doing air quotes right now, 
knows what I mean by that. And it's never really a compliment, is it? We use that word. You know when we use that word. He was really an active boy, wasn't he? Active, as in like running full speed across Walmart, grabbing everything that his hands touch. And then we had our next two girls who were just pretty sweet and compliant. And that by nature made them look like really good kids. They were not active kids per se, which made our poor son's plate even worse. But at least I thought as a parent, well, I must not be as horrible of a parent as I think I am because I mean, you know, now I have two kids that are are quiet and compliant and then came our fourth. And this was where I was destined to meet my maker, so to speak. Uh, This was when everything changed. And as we go on, I'm going to tell more and we'll unpack this story more. But for now, I'd like to tell you this. Active, spirited, those words don't even begin to describe this little firecracker. Our life changed really drastically. I need to preface that. Right before she was born, we moved to a farm. Things really changed in our life, in our relationship. We moved there with great intention. Um, I was running a business. We were boarding horses. But it was insane. We were so stretched so thin. And things really spiraled uh, in my life, in our relationship. But it was going to take selling that farm, moving away, so probably another four years, before I realized that the extreme differences that we were seeing in her behavior, even though they were similar to her brother, who they share a lot of personality similarities, we saw some major differences in her. Just escalation, meltdown, um, her willingness to just take it all the way to the extreme. These behaviors, we were seeing some of this in all of our kids, but mostly in her. And it took me a long time to realize that this was really a directly a direct result of us, of where we were coming from, um, where we, we were at. And I think somewhere deep down, I knew that she wasn't just really stubborn or really strong-headed or confident, and that we didn't just as parents need to teach her how to behave. I think somewhere deep down, I knew it was more than this, but I didn't know why. And I didn't know what that meant or how to figure out how to move forward. And then as if by fate, I was searching and seeking and struggling, but I attended a teacher's convention that year where everything really, really changed. And I was really flipped onto my head with all of this. And the headliners that year were made up of several well-known um, psychologists, one of which is the absolutely amazing Dr. Jody Carrington. If you are listening to me and have not read her book, Kids These Days Yet, just go ahead and stop. I am willing for you to put the pause on me. Go fall down the rabbit hole that is Dr. Jody Carrington's work and then come back because she is unbelievable. And then also Dr. Alex Russell, he runs a practice in Toronto and he was there. That's just two of the amazing people who I heard that year. Um, And they were all talking about this same theme of resiliency in kids and emotional regulation and the parental role in raising kids that were strong, confident, calm and, and okay. And Dr. Jody Carrington made a comment, this one comment, really the light bulb went off and it was like when all the locks on a door just kind of cling, 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 unlock. And she said, in regards to us as parents, as teachers, as, you know, as just human beings in general, she said, we are only as okay as the people who hold us. And I, my friends, was not okay. 
I was struggling with mental health issues. I was struggling with marriage issues. I was beyond exhausted and I was so burnt out. And I thought that parenting was just about the kids. So why did any of this matter? They had food and a home and lots of fun activities and nice things and a family. But they were not okay because I was not okay. And I was the only one holding them. And of course, when I say I, I mean the proverbial I, I and my husband. But for me, this was this was really personally spoke to me. I knew I was not okay and that I had not been okay for a very long time. I was very good at wearing my mask, at being what everybody needed me to be, at showing up and smiling. And I would get told all the time I was inspiring and I was amazing. But I knew when it came to being there for my kids that I was not okay. And it was in this moment that I realized that I needed to stop focusing on the kids as the problem. And that I needed to just turn that lens right back around on myself. So I I dove in. I researched. I read. I listened to every podcast about this that I could get my hands on. And I was confronted with some things that I had never heard before. And to be honest, that was really confronting. Dr. Shafali Sabari, she talks about awakened and conscious parenting. She made me so angry at first. And I knew she was right. But it was like this visceral reaction inside of me. I didn't want it to be about me because it's so much easier if we could just fix the kids. But I realized, and truly it changed my life, that becoming more aware of where I was at was exactly what my kids needed. Dr. Laura Markham in her book, she wrote a book, Peaceful Parent, Happy Kids. And again, I had that same visceral defensive reaction. But she taught me that that unrest in my home that I was seeing, that inability to calm and find peace or to regulate or or be resilient, that was coming from a deep unrest within me. And it all felt like blame at first. It felt like This is all my fault and I had to go through this massive shame spiral before I realized that it wasn't blame, but it was a roadmap. It was a roadmap to some of the real issues that were underlying what was going on with our kids. I was broken inside. And despite also having had a seemingly good childhood, as in I had food, shelter, nice things, I was lacking some of the major skills, abilities, and okayness that was gonna be necessary to hold my kids. And so we started making changes and it was brutal and it was painful. It meant sharing truths and creating boundaries with both myself, with others, with family, with friends that were just so uncharacteristic of me. I was the people pleaser. I didn't say no. I was I was confident and competent and I didn't want to, you know, give way to my children or they would run me over. And I learned that some of these behaviors always, whether it's mine or my kids, or my students' behaviors, that they were always rooted in something deeper than the behavior itself. So when I was seeing these things in my kids, these undesirable or bad behaviors, I started to understand that there was always something behind that, and that my kids weren't just resistant to learning to how to behave properly because they were just rebellious and stubborn and and all of those things, but that they actually didn't have the skills or that they had unmet needs and they were lacking what they needed to solve the problems underlying this bad behavior and that all of these bad behaviors were coming from some kind of problem that they didn't know how to solve. And I learned that actually when it came down to it, I didn't possess many of these problem-solving skills myself. So 
after a few hard months of really looking into this and just opening myself to the idea that maybe where I was coming from and my approach and my underlying beliefs behind the role of my parenting, as I started to shift these things and deconstruct some of the ideology I formerly been relying on, things like, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child, or bad behaviors need to be punished and, you know, kids need to learn. I reluctantly had to agree or I had to just relent to the idea that maybe what I had previously believed, some of the previous understandings that I had about my role as a parent needed a major facelift, needed an overhaul. And so we just started with little things and I'm going to talk more with you about what those things were in detail, but pretty quickly we started to see some pretty unbelievable change. And I realized just how pervasive some of these ideas that I had held were among the parents I knew, among the teachers I knew, and I realized that I probably had some things that I could share. And that having come from a very vulnerable place, feeling so much shame and so much regret over what I didn't know then, I felt like there were some people that I could maybe sit within their shame swamp and talk to them about what I had learned. And so that's why I'm here. And that's why I'm so glad that you're here. Because although I would never purport to be an expert, so to speak, I don't have a PhD in this. Well, not yet anyways, but I have learned some amazing things about myself, about parenting that I know to the depths of my soul can help someone else. And if that someone is you, if you're at your wits end, feeling like something is wrong with you or your kids, wondering where the heck along the way you went wrong, welcome to the village. You, my friends, are not alone. And I am so unbelievably glad you're here. But I am telling you this, buckle up, because this is going to be one of the craziest rides that you will ever go on. You're going to learn things about yourself, about your childhood, about your family, You're going to learn things about that we've always taken for granted about the education system, about how kids do well in school and how to help them do well and how to get them through that are going to just, you're going to shake your head at first and go, no way. There's no way that is going to work. There's no way that is the truth about this. But I am telling you, just take a second, take a deep breath, know that you're not alone and know that what we've been doing up till now is not working or you would not be here right? So I'm excited you're here. Thank you for joining me. This concludes our first episode, a little bit of an intro. Stick around. There's lots more to come. I'm so glad you're here. Remember to subscribe to the Village Raising Parents podcast on your favorite podcast provider and give us a rave review on iTunes as well. It'll help get the word out. Production of the Raising Parents podcast is just a part of what we're working to do with Evolve Education Consulting, an organization I started several years ago to help parents and educators navigate the school years, especially the rocky ones. Through online resources, speaking, and a collaborative approach, we're working to empower parents to bridge that gap between home and school, and really just to let people know that they're not alone in this and that there is truly so much support. You can find out more by visiting us on Facebook, Evolve Education Consulting, or on our website, www.evolveeducationconsulting.com.